Hello there, everyone. This is George. I'm here with one Scott White for, uh, I guess, kind of a interesting discussion here. This is kind of like a review discussion, but, you know, I'm, I'm, we're going to be talking about a game that is releasing later this week and a sort of spiritual successor to one Until Dawn with Scott. Uh, Scott, you should probably let folks say, you should probably say hi to the folks. You should probably let yes. people... Well, you were doing such a good intro that I was gonna—I was letting you have the feel to set set the scene. But yes, yes, hello everybody. I am your curator on this journey of spookiness. Um, You're off-brand David Bowie. <laughs> man, I wish. I wish. Uh, yes, we are here to talk about. The Dark Pictures Man of Medan, which is a mouthful of a title. And if you're not familiar with this game, because I feel like it's very much possible that folks may not be familiar with it. Um, this is the next, a new game by Supermassive Games, who are the developers of Until Dawn. And this is very, very much a spiritual successor to that series, or to that game, I guess I should say. Even though there was that VR spinoff thing, but you know that doesn't count. Um yeah, so The Dark Pictures is a anthology series of standalone horror games in the Until Dawn style, and we're here to talk about the first one, Yes, Man of Medan. Um, specifically, this was an interesting one to play before release, Scott, because we, mm-hmm. we both played it because we knew that there was a multiplayer aspect to this game. Um, yeah. I don't think we realized how much of a different experience <laughs> it is yeah. playing through solo and multiplayer it uh, uh it really does kind of change the entire feel uh, of the game in my opinion like there is a for me there is a definitive best way to play this game yeah it's uh it's weird um so for the the, the we will have a full review by me by the end of the week when the game releases on the 30th uh, but we wanted to give you uh, a taste for what, how we're feeling about it and specifically talk about that multiplayer to maybe, you know, give us, let us inform you on how maybe you want to take on this game. Um, so, yeah, the, the pitch of this game is we're a bunch of kids, a bunch of, a bunch of pre, like maybe young 20-somethings going on a vacation of a lifetime in the middle of the South Pacific Ocean in their small little boat. And, oh, no, they ran into a ghost ship. Dang, I hate when that happens to me oh, and my man. friends. Takes me back uh, to the summer of '98, man. Yeah, uh, and in that until dawn style, uh, through making quick decisions and quick time events that will affect the lives of your friends and your own, um, the goal of the, ga- the goal of the game is to see how many can survive the day uh, and unravel the mystery. Uh, and I, I don't think I'll, I don't think we'll talk about too much of what that mystery is because. If I'm gonna be real, there's not too much to it, and I think if I just yeah, if I say a little bit, that'll probably be it. Um, so yeah, Scott, you did not play Until Dawn. I did not. So really, and really up until they announced the multiplayer aspect, this game wasn't on my radar. I know you had been excited for it. You tried it at PAX. What, what was it? PAX West or PAX East? PAX East this year. Yeah, we should PAX maybe East. Maybe later I'll talk about that experience. Yeah. Yeah, so I know you were really on board with it, but it wasn't until they announced the multiplayer aspect being able to play through like a shared story with one other person and then up to five friends locally or playing it solo. That's when it really kind of jumped on my radar. But up until yeah. then, I didn't, I didn't play until dawn. Like I had heard of it. I had seen clips and everything, but... Um, I just never picked it up. I think I have it on PlayStation Plus when that was on sale, but I yeah. haven't installed it. 
but yeah, so I was interested. I was intrigued by it, uh, the idea of playing through with somebody. So I decided to to give it a go, and because you were the o- you were the main other person on uh, on our editorial staff that was really down for it, decided we uh, we should do something. So. Yeah, and I'm really glad we've decided to tackle the two to request two codes for this game to get that perspective. But I coming into it, uh, I am a huge, huge, huge horror fan. Um, and I was also a big fan of Until Dawn, and when they announced this, it was a weird thing, because Until Dawn was a first-party game, this is a third-party game put out by Bandai Namco, uh, and that maybe tells us a little bit about the scope of the game, but more importantly, it never got that big, splashy announcement. I think it was announced at Gamescom last year with the trailer, and people at the event, I assume, got to know a little bit more about it, but... It was sort of like the people who knew, the Patrick Klepix, who was another big horror guy and also a games journalist, uh, losing their mind. Like, in, in my heart of hearts, this is like the dream pitch because it's like, well, I don't know if they make it until Dawn 2 if you can make a full game with the same gimmick, but taking an anthology approach is was one of my favorite. Let me tell you what, if there's one way you want to like sell, like, like catnip, if you want to get me at a movie theater <laughs> or get me to watch the thing, if you tell me horror anthology movie, I'm there. I'm good. I love that way of telling a short, condensed, uh, weird horror movie, weird horror story in a collection of many. It allows like for experimentation and stuff. Um, so yeah, the pitch sounded so exciting to me. And then you told me about the multiplayer stuff. I wasn't even mm-hmm. focused on that because I was thinking about this in the same way as traditional Until Dawn. Um, you know, even Until Dawn, when it came out, like, Sony kind of buried that game. And I think the community and, like, streaming and word of mouth, that made that game explode that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think anyone at Sony expected that game to be a success. And I think a lot of folks were wondering, why are you making them make play link games, make these small <laughs> VR things? Um, and who knows how it was, how it wound up behind closed doors maybe it was that sony wanted to make until dawn but maybe supermassive wanted to own their own destiny because until dawn is owned by sony so now they're here independent as a third party with bandai namco with the dark pictures um it is very until dawn i'll say more about it in the the review but yeah the multiplayer is one of the big 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 shakeups in this game, and like Scott said, you they've added they they've been really smart and looked at how the community played the game. There is a movie mode where uh, a lot of times, a lot of people played Until Dawn with a group of friends. I actually played this with a group of friends as well, but I actually messed up. Not and did in up. the movie mode, though. Not in the movie <laughs> mode. But what that allows you to do is that it pretty much is like so you sort of pass the controller around, but within the game, you can enter your name and then. Uh, each person can be assigned a character. So the game will tell you, uh, Scott, it's your turn when it's about to switch to that player that you're responsible for. Uh, and then once the whole thing is over, it'll give some stats on like, this person made more like aggressive decisions in your group and blah, 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 blah like fun stuff like that. Uh, and then there's the shared story, which is both players are playing online together uh, and there are many points in the game where you are paired off into twos or like mm-hmm. each character, each person will be controlling uh, a different character and you're, so, you're, so, you're playing the game at the same time. So that sometimes that could mean like, well, you're waiting for another character to do something. But sometimes in the, one of the best times, it's when something is happening that the other player isn't aware of, but the other player yeah. is. Um, and if you can communicate with each other, 
you'll try it may lead to situations where you save each other's life or make a critical decision that is for the best that you would not have known uh if you weren't communicating because you're both seeing different things um and that's partly due to the gimmick about this story specifically, which makes me wonder what they're going to do going forward. Mm-hmm. Be- because the spooky thing, again, not to give too much spoilers, but the the thing, that the, the horror thing is specifically made for this multiplayer gimmick um, where it has you double-guessing things and having that second player can give you a more informed opinion. So, yeah, Scott and I both played it by ourselves oh i played with my friends but it was still the single player thing and scott played it by yeah himself. i did the solo mode yeah and scott i guess uh can you tell folks since i guess you're not reviewing can you give folks how you felt about this game once you wrapped it up by yourself um for me the my biggest gripe and complaint with this game came down to i am not a fan of the controls i do not think the characters control well i think that annoyed me more than anything I thought it had some cool story beats, but I don't think, especially in, I want to say this, maybe the last, or the tooth, after the beginning of the game, like when it really starts getting going and you're on the Medan, um, I didn't feel like the characters that you are being, like the kids that we talked about, or that George talked about earlier, I don't get the sense of they weren't worried about the situation, I feel. Like, they were just going about the whole thing in a very, for a better term, lackadaisical kind of chill mood considering the situation they were in. Um, I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm trying to walk around spoilers so um, yeah. you guys don't do it. So, And I felt like, in terms of the horror the only real horror aspects I felt like this game really pushed at players was jump scares occasionally. Yeah. Um, which did bum me out. And then with the kind of strange uncanny Valley with all the character models and how they were animated, they looked very good, but it's like that right on that edge of like looking so good, but still not looking completely lifelike that it was that uncanny Valley. And kind of how they would, like, look around and do things or talk or, excuse me, emote. Um, But all in all, I did, I enjoyed, uh, I wanted to see it through to the end. I did enjoy the story. Um, I'm curious to see how, if, with the other games in the anthology, if they kind of continue on the story that was set up here, or if they're just going to be... Other games completely Boy, disconnected, <laughs> completely disconnected, but retaining some of the same themes. I don't know, but overall, I was, I was hoping for more. But my biggest issue, I have to say, was definitely the controls. Yeah, uh, and again, keep in mind, listeners, Scott didn't play until dawn, so yes, coming at it now. Um, yeah, and how I feel about it without getting too deep into it, because I will talk about it in the review, is, um. I will say that it's better in some respects than Until Dawn, and in some ways, the way it's not as good, it really, really bums me out. Um, I think it, uh, it it certainly performs better. I don't know how much people have this bothered. It bothered me when I played Until Dawn. It, like, that game ran at 20 frames per second. It was, like, bottom-out frame rate. Uh, and it certainly had that un- uncanny valley, but it was 
at some points uh, magnified by the fact that the frame rate was going so slow. Um, and it feels like they were trying a lot harder to make something that looked very fucking good because it was a first party game. Um, yeah, I think for me, one of the big things is that it is it it, it is cheesy. It, it is like it's not going to it's not going for anything grand in horror, but neither was Until Dawn. But here I think it doesn't work as well because none of these characters are really characters. Um, they're not really built well and and the characters in until dawn were also very they were made to be killed but the performance and the writing was much more spot on in creating an actual character or at least an archetype here i think sean ashmore's sean ashmore's in this game by the way from uh he's Quantum in the Break. thumbnail of the game and wasn't he Quantum also break in sean until ashmore dawn? what's that wasn't he also in until dawn he was not oh you're thinking of Academy Award-winning actor Rami Malek. <laughs> uh, I know Hayden Panettiere was also a big face Hayden that they, also they pasted that. everywhere, but I thought Ashmore was also in Until No, Dawn. he was not in that game. Uh, there were some other famous folks in that. And also, like, like good indie horror writers were on that. I don't know who's writing this. Um, but yeah, that game was also... This, it's just... Again, it's just not clicking with me uh, here. I There's just... It might be because of the condensed nature of it, but um, needless to say, in terms of controls and stuff, I kind of expected it, but it was a rude awakening. Oh, yeah, that's how that game controlled. It feels like a throwback to, like, original Resident Evil yes. with the yes, fixed camera perspectives. It's fascinating. Like, oh, this is what Resident Evil 2 would have looked like if they used those controls, huh? <laughs> um, it's really interesting. Um, but, yeah, I think the biggest thing for me is that with the time they have to build characters and to tell a story, and I think I don't I don't want to spoil what the mystery is, but I think the mystery itself is disappointing as well. Yeah, um, it's not very engaging, uh, and of course that's even <laughs> we'll talk about that with the multiplayer. But um, yeah, I feel kind of very not the most great on it. But, uh, that was a very roundabout description. I kind of think it sort of maybe does this kind of occasionally, and I'm <laughs> not super okay, but all right kind of with it. Yes, it's it's weird because, well, when we play the multiplayer, we, okay, we, we both finished the single player. We yes. both finished single player. We're like, all right. Before we, we the... got into, before we yeah. jumped into trying it uh, two player, the shared story mode. Yes, and here is where I, where I feel so meh, mixed about it is because when we played the multiplayer for the first time, we realized that there is something, there is totally something exciting in the multiplayer at moments, mm-hmm. especially this intro. So in this intro, so the shared story mode, like we said, we are bo- both players are playing at the same time, but the sometimes you will be seeing different things. There are moments where you'll be both walking around a specific area together, um, but a lot of it is being split off, making your own decisions, or doing whatever. Um, and that stuff is so fascinating because there is a lot you don't see in single player, or at least a good amount of stuff that you mm-hmm. don't see in single player. Um, yeah, Scott, I guess you want to talk about that a little bit because you're really, like, struck when we hit a moment specifically in the multiplayer that I was like, whoa. I was, <laughs> and there's we actually have a video of uh, this from when we first jumped in it was when we were playing through the prologue and i was like holy crap that is so cool what they're doing and when i put it together it was it was very cool um 
I will first and foremost say, do yourself a favor. Play this game with a friend before you play this single player or play it with a group of friends before you do solo. I think the game will be exponentially better if you're playing with a friend and experience the story together. Yeah. As opposed this to game playing through single player and then playing multiplayer. Yeah. Um, and I think for me, I, I kind of... Um, I kind of didn't. I, I myself was like, I hate. I like playing games by myself. But in my, to my being honest with myself, and how much more interesting this game actually is in multiplayer, I think you kind of have. I would recommend also maybe playing it multiplayer first, um, because it is so much interesting. Uh, yeah, you're saying Scott, but I guess our experience playing the multiplayer and how you felt about it. Um, uh, yeah, it. Especially the prologue, I thought it that really hit me. And playing through the first, uh, kind of maybe, maybe the first third, you would say. Yes, the first about third, the first third we uh, we played through as well, and I wasn't as impacted by that because a lot of it was just replaying the same things that I was in single player, just taking half the time because I was one character and George was another. Yes. Um, I was hoping there was going to be a bit more uh, unique things to be seen and done with, with the shared story. And there and there was a little bit, but at the same time, I also saw a lot of the same stuff that I saw in single player. Um, so it's like, I guess by playing in shared, it gives you a better perspective of when everything is taking place. Yes. Because in single player, it fades to black and then you're suddenly playing as another another character and at least for me i assumed okay that's happening slightly after while the other group was doing something else where in fact it's kind of all happening simultaneously so it gives you by playing shared two-player from my experience in like the first third we've played it gives you a really good sense of when everything is happening which i appreciate yeah, it's um, really jar. I gotta say, I, it's very jarring. The single player jumps. It is yes. really rough. Yeah. Um. So I just go back to because I played so much of it already in single. I I played through the entire thing in single player already. It's like I'm seeing and doing a lot of the things I did previously. It's just I'm only controlling these few people, so that kind of bummed me out. But. I, we didn't get to the main the main crux of it when the mystery really starts happening yet, so I'm curious to see how that gets handled. Um, mm, yeah, if it's much because in that game in that portion the groups are split up much more. Yes, so yeah. if, that's where there's more like potential for something cool to happen. Yes, so if the game takes it where you one player is with one group of characters in one part of the ship while the other player is on a completely other area, that would be amazing. Yeah. It's a... Yeah, I I think the more I think about it, it does make sense to play multiplayer and then single player Mm because you'll be with friends. Uh, If you're with friends, I think it's going to be fun regardless because you're with pals there. So I'd recommend playing multiplayer with someone else Um, and then seeing it through. For this one at least... Um, it's hard to say like what the other games are going to be. I hope they actually happen, uh, because I, I love the concept they're doing here, Yeah. but 
I was pretty bummed out with this first installment, but playing it in multiplayer with you, uh, it made me feel a little bit better about it. Um, but yeah, I don't know if there's much else to say without just getting into a full review about it, like a but, full uh, discussion and kind of spoiler spoiling it, right? Yeah. And there's not even that much again because it is since it's an anthology thing and it is its own self-contained. It is much. It wraps up all within itself in like four five hours. Yeah, it's a lot shorter, which is not a bad thing because that's what they're going for. But it just doesn't work for me personally because I think the the meat, the story, and the characters and the motivations and the mystery itself just isn't. It just didn't work with me. I did like the curator though. He's great. I like the curator. And I think I, I like, like him better than Peter Stormare from Until Dawn. Yeah. Um, I think how he addresses, how he dressed both of us after the prologue, I thought was really cool, but I didn't catch that after the prologue in the part we uh, played earlier. Yeah, he was just positive because we, we were playing well. That's all he yeah. said. I didn't yeah. hear necessarily, though, him referring to both of us, though, like no, he did no, no, in no, 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 no. the prologue. No. Which bumped me yeah. out. So, yeah, I guess uh, we have the our playthrough of that prologue up on the site and YouTube. You can give that a look. I think that gives you a good idea of what this game is doing in multiplayer that makes it interesting. Uh, and I will try and have a full review by release day on Friday. Um, but, yeah, Scott, where can people find you, I suppose? You can find me on Twitter at SolidSnake120. You can find me occasionally taking over our Twitch page at twitch.tv slash irrationalpassions. You can also find me hosting Video Game Book Club, where we just finished up Sonic 06. Yes. And are about, and are actually starting this week, Vanquish. So look forward to that. And you can also find me on our my new podcast, Roll or uh, RPG University, where uh, I'll be, let's see, this is coming out Wednesday. So yes, tune in tomorrow for the first episode. It's coming out this week, so it'll be exciting. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, uh, and for me, you can find me at Alvarez 26 You can also find me on Input, our Rational Passions News podcast. Um, I'm currently also working on coverage for Telling Lies. I mean, the game is already out at this point, so it's fine. But coverage may be out by this point. You're listening to this. I don't fucking know. But I'm playing through Telling Lies. We hope to get some sort of review discussion or some sort of content out there for that game. Uh, and we're working on some other stuff behind the scenes on one game I can't talk about, but yeah, video games are here in the year of our Lord 2019 as we're wrapping up. Um, Scott, thank you so much for, you know, talking with me and also for, yeah, helping us experience this multiplayer, uh, stuff for this game. Oh, thanks for playing with me. Yeah, and so we will see y'all next time. This is the Rational Passions Presents feed. Uh, I will say, poke around here. You know, if, if you came here like, man, I want to know about Man and Medan, uh, there's stuff in this feed that's not that, that's not all, like, timely, but it's good content. Um, but until the next time, we're here on the Rational Passions Presents feed. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye.